Welcome to Powered by Her, exploring the stories of how area women power their business. Hear from the growing network of female entrepreneurs of the Upper Cumberland with your host, Tiffany Anton, director at the Biz Foundry. Powered by Her starts now. Hello, and welcome to Powered by Her. I am Tiffany Anton in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center, and I have some awesome two-time guests, or two two guests today, um, from Select Designs here in Cookville, Tennessee. I have Angie Edgington and Kim Wise. Hi, ladies. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having us. Thank you for being here. So tell me a little bit about your business. So what is Select Designs? Select Designs is a screen printing and embroidery business. And it started 12 years ago, uh, as of January. We've been in business for 12 years. And it was. So you're a tween. Yes. (laughs) And we started off with three families. It dwindled to two. And here we are 12 years later. And where did, where was your first location? Our first location was in the back of a sun tanning uh, salon. Very small, very compact. So if we could stay and still like each other after 12 years after surviving that we've we've made it i'm guessing that was really hot too yes Yes, it was very hot very hot yes (laughs) there was a yeah it was a tanning bed and a hair salon yes it was wow okay so um this was not your first career path correct 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 okay so i I'm, i'm familiar a little bit but tell me what you did first okay i was a school teacher I used to teach elementary physical education three years out of Carthage Elementary, and then I moved on to Cane Creek Elementary in Cookville, and then my last six years I taught um, out of my 19, I was at Tennessee Tech. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, And Kim, what did you do before this? I um, have a nonprofit um, organization that I run, and I still do that, but I was a stay-at-home mom while my three boys were in school. I did a lot of volunteering in the school system. And what was your nonprofit that you ran? It's called Structured Athletics for Challenged Children. It's still a a program that's here in the Upper Cumberland. It's an athletic program for children with special needs. Did you start that yourself? I did. So you kind of had the entrepreneur bug a little bit to start with. Yeah. We started it when Trey, who is going to be um, 30 this year, who has Down syndrome, um, when he was six years old. Wow. And she's being shy and modest because she started it in how many different states um we started it when we were in north carolina and we had six programs up and running and then when we came here that was kind of the first question i asked is what do we have for special needs families or kids and they were like um we have special olympics and that was it yeah and so i said here we go again so we started it here and um we branched off and they have a program in um crossfield that they started there on their own and um, we just open it to anybody from any county that wants to come. So 24 years ago, yes. you just started, decided to start a nonprofit. Yes. So, and then you wanted to expand this. Yes. So what made you think, and at the time you were a stay-at-home mom? Yes. What made you think, I'm going to start this? And um, Well, like I said, Trey has Downs, and um, when our other two boys were born and they started participating in like the Y programs and stuff, and we were always going to watch them play, I decided that Trey was not always going to be a spectator. He was going to be a participant. And so your mama I, bear, like, you know, yes. got ruffled. And- yes. I thought he is not always going to have to go sit in the stands. And um, from that moment, we started a baseball program and he was a participant and 
he's been playing baseball and basketball and soccer and all kinds of sports ever since then. So we're gonna we're gonna get back to select designs yes. in a second. But this uh, there's a lot of meat and potatoes of the entrepreneur Absolutely. spirit here. Um, so as a mom, a stay at home mom, how did you find all the resources to start a nonprofit, a baseball program with funding and you know people to run it and all that kind of stuff? It was crazy. Um, in Mooresville, North Carolina, that was the headquarters kind of of the NASCAR racing industry. So started in the school system, sending out flyers. How many parents would be interested in their kids participating in something like this? And um, our first season, we had like 25 kids. And um, we did a fundraiser, and it was an auction. And uh, one of our big uh, donors was Dale Earnhardt, who gave us parts of his race cars that were wrecked, and we auctioned off items like that. How did you? I didn't even know that. Yeah. You're, so, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. I didn't even know that. So awesome. we, and then we got like, um, there's going to be two of us interviewing Kim. Yeah. This time now. So we got uniforms from other racers and things like that. And so our first auction, we raised like $24,000, which was huge. Oh yeah. To start from nothing. Yeah. And, um, and then the city gave us money and, um, but as far as knowing where to start to get our nonprofit, it was just searching I mean, I had no idea where to go. So it was just searching, asking questions. We had an attorney there in Mooresville that helped us a lot. Well, and I'm not going to kind of age you, but 24 years ago, Google was not a thing. No, <laughs> no. It was a lot of legwork. So, a whole lot of legwork. So word of mouth probably, right? Yes, it was. So were you, you weren't in a town, was was Morristown? Mooresville. Mooresville. It was the outskirts of Charlotte. What is it? Is it somewhat like because Cookville? You can word of mouth can take you very far in in the Upper Cumberland region. Is that similar yeah, to? Yeah, it was. Okay. It was very similar to that. Okay, so it you was. were just kind of paving the streets and going and pounding on doors and saying, "Who can help me?" Yes, and um, going to businesses and other parents would go to businesses for us. It was all word of mouth. So once you got you get you get some money. Yeah. And then what do you do next? Then we um, get uniforms, buy equipment, and go to the baseball fields. So did you have to build separate baseball fields at all, or you used no, baseball fields? No, we used baseball fields that were already there. We had ramps um, built for us for the wheelchairs and stuff. Um, then we went into a soccer program. So we bought uniforms for soccer, shin guards, all that, um, all the equipment for our soccer program. Um and then we had um, we had events. That was our two main sports there were soccer and baseball. So how long did it take you to have other people? So you're the president of this mm-hmm. organization. Mm-hmm. How long did it take you to say, okay, I need some help. I need to h- kind of hire some other people onto this. Um, it was always a non-paid position. I mean, so we, it was all volunteers. We never got paid. Um, and we had a board. So everything worked from our board. Yeah. And our board was like, I think back then, I think we had like eight members on our board, something like that. Wow. And and you, so is it currently still unpaid? All this is volunteer yes, run? Yes, it is all volunteers. Wow. Sure is. And how many chapters are they called? Are they? Um, right now we have five chapters. Okay. And here in the Upper Cumberland, we have about 125 participants. And how many sports are you in now? We have um four sports that we offer and then we do like a um, banquet at 
in November where every participant is recognized for every sport they participated in and they their names call out they come up and get a medal for every sport they participated in um we have um just different things throughout the year we have a rodeo the Tennessee high school rodeo puts on a special need rodeo for our SAC participants that's a huge day for us um there's just things throughout the year but everything is worked on a six week program so for six weeks, we do baseball. For six weeks, we do basketball. For six weeks, we do bowling. So everything is a six-week program. Wow. So And now there's a senior program, too, because a lot of people that have special needs, I found out when we moved here, that were older, because we just went to like 21, um, we, des- we developed a senior program. So we have people, you know, 60, 70 that are participating with us now. Wow. All right. Well, back we, to select designs. <laughs> we're gonna, that's impressive. That, that that was a great, uh, a, you know, it, it's definitely going to help us to see where we're going with this. And so you're listening to Powered by Her in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center. I have Angie and Kim here, and we just kind of heard a lot about Kim's background into a nonprofit starting and how that's going to kind of shape the story going forward, I'm sure. So who had the first idea to start Select Designs? Uh, probably my husband, Fred. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, he worked for TRW for 14, 15 years. And when TRW shut down here in Cookville and was moving to Mexico, we wanted to stay. And we wanted to keep our family here and raise them here. Our family, all of our family is here. With that said, he, uh, being friends and buddies with the Wise family and a guy he used to travel with to star manufacturing to work every day, they started talking about things that might be needed in Cookville or something that you could start and do and grow. And that's really where it all started. And we got... So um, your husband said, Angie, you started a business. <laughs> well, exactly. honestly, it all kind of started as three families because um, we had another family, the Morgan family, that was in on it with us. And at the time, and we just, and it was their tanning bed and hair salon that we started on, uh, started in, in the back of it. But... Uh, we don't really know why. We look back now and we said, why did we even do this? But Fred's an operations man in his company. Mm-hmm. Mike Wise was the salesman in his company. And uh, Ronnie Morgan was the um, a friend of Fred's who was also an operations and um, brainiac guy that kind of got in on it. So they all, we all kind of started it together. And the six of us would come after work and do everything and then slowly but surely, we realized that our husband's jobs had to pay for everything and the bills and the family to feed. And they said, we, you know, we maybe have to be out. And the Morgan family got out. And Kim and I, I don't know why, we looked at each other and we said, we can do this. So where were these conversations going on? You, you, all six of you are sitting around a dinner table. You're going out. We, where did we even meet the first time? Oh, gosh. It was somewhere. Because so I remember ago. being at a big long banquet type table I don't maybe in the tanning bed salon place I don't remember Lori and Ronnie might remember but we met talked about it ordered very little equipment started it and they all went we can't do this we did anybody have any background in screen printing at the time or graphic design or none none we started with not knowing a thing about it and one of the main things that we all said was we'd never go in debt for anything ever that was huge for all of our families is we never wanted to be in debt yeah 
So when were I you, say we started small, we started small. But Kim, so, were you still a stay-at-home mom at the time? I was, okay. yes. And it's so funny because... Were you kind of like a little bit dollar signs? Like, ooh, I could make some money. Well, <laughs> I was, I was kind of like... I could get paid well, when your kids grow, when Once your kids get to a certain age, you really start looking for something to do. Yeah. You, you know, mm-hmm. I've raised my kids. I've done my thing. What can I... Now what can I do? Yeah. yeah. And, and it's funny because we've gotten some of the sack shirts that we've done because that was one of the first... <laughs> orders that we've done and and when Trey would put it on like the basketball would be down in his belly or something because we've learned we really so much know you know because we were like what are we doing yeah we really appreciate people like Brian Roar so I'm gonna give him a shout out for CHS Dennis because I used to teach with him and he was one of our first customers and some of his first things looked really bad <laughs> yeah. but he has hung in there and he's still a customer today <laughs> but it is funny because we've learned so much I mean it was all trial and error yeah. there for a while. How did you learn? Like, I mean, just let's try just doing and, it. Yeah. And and Fred read and a lot, yeah. a whole lot of research. Did you then, go anywhere to to find mentors to say, okay, hey, there's <laughs> some other. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. We trial didn't. and error. Yeah, no. I, you know, really, I had a fascination when I was teaching in Carthage. I met a friend. His name was Don Akers, and he owned NSI Design in Carthage. And I had this fascination with T-shirts. So I started getting T-shirts for my school because I wanted all the kids to wear a T-shirt on my field day because I was an elementary PE teacher. Anyway, I think that's kind of where, like from our family's side, we kind of got started thinking, man, this is pretty cool stuff. This is neat. I love this. I love all the kids. It brings them together. And then we actually tried to buy that company. My husband mm-hmm. and I did when TRW shut down and he wouldn't sell it. Well, he wanted to sell it for a whole lot more. But anyway, it didn't work out. So that's kind of where probably where it started, started as, you know, this is this would be a really great thing to have yeah, and to do. So at the time, so 12 years ago, were there other screen printers, big screen printers here in town? Or You know what? There were, I guess. I, we never, that is one thing we promised ourselves we would never worry about. You weren't worried about competition. You weren't worried oh, about like having the right skills. You knew you didn't want to go into debt. It sounds crazy. So I know. How did you make it twelve years? I know it because sounds crazy. Kim and I looked at each other and we said, "We're going to do this. We're going to make it work." So Angie, I would load the shirts. Angie would pull the shirts. We'd take them off and put them in the dryer. Yeah. I mean, we did every bit. We of the did it. Yeah. And Three we made it work. Yeah. It's unbelievable that now we. We look at where we are and think we have been blessed. We really yeah. have. No and doubt. one of our goals was always to, if we messed up, we'd make it right. Yeah. You Customer know? service. Yeah. And yeah. and it, it's okay to say we're sorry and we messed up. Because it happened. And redo an order. I remember Angie came in one day and we had done an order and it's, this was after we hired somebody. And, it, and then she was like, what are these? And it was totally on the wrong color shirt. <laughs> and I was like, well, it's for, I think it was Cane Creek or something. And. She was like, that's not the color. Well, what we do? We Demo. had to redo the whole three boxes or whatever. But, you know, we always wanted to make the customer happy. That's yeah. what we, we strive really for. Hard. And and we always want to give back. Yes. That's something that we've always, always wanted to do because we think it's so important. Yeah. And me being in the nonprofit, it's so important to give back. Yeah. So what? tell me about a time that you really got filled up because you were able to give back. Gosh, there's been quite a few, really. Uh, oh. Tam- <laughs> How could you say any other word but uh, Tammy Depper-Smith? Yeah, and mustard I mean, seed. At the mustard seed. I mean, we love to help them. I mean, granted, we don't give millions. We're not that. I'm not, we're not saying that. But the smallest of things, she calls so what us is crying. Mustard, what's, what's mustard seed for those who 
Okay, the Mustard Seed is a nonprofit um, place for housing children that have problems and backgrounds. That I mean, I'm trying to say this in the correct way, but um, she takes they take care of them. They take children in that need. Yeah, help to be raised. Short term or long term, I think. Yeah. Sort of similar to a foster. Yes. yes. Okay. They have the housing there on their site. With a Christian-based mm-hmm. background. And but okay. it can be she comes in and we're like, these shirts we're donating today. And, and she'll start boohooing and then we'll start boohooing. But we just, we love that feeling. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great You know, thing. and we're at a place where we can do that at times. How amazing is it, you think... They're just making T-shirts. How can they impact somebody's day so much that how amazing is it that you have found this calling that you're able to impact this community the way you have? I don't it's it's just a blessing. And it was a God thing for sure, because if you would have told us 12 years ago that we would be sitting here today even talking about it, I'd be like, you're crazy. I'm supposed to be teaching. (laughs) But and I miss the kids. But, I, you know, I. Wouldn't trade this for anything. It's which it's is wonderful. interesting because teaching is such a and, and starting a nonprofit. Those are such, um, you know, emotionally charged areas to work in, and so that you can still do a business and and have a product. And some people, I'm sure, look at you and say they're just making T-shirts. Um, but then you you really feel so passionate about yeah. what you're doing. You know what the greatest thing is is when somebody comes in and you do give them something or. If, if it's somebody who's a really good customer and they come in a lot, we'll like throw them a you know a free T-shirt from the back or something, and it makes them happy. And I'm always like, we should have named this. Everybody loves a T-shirt, yeah, because <laughs> everybody does like yeah. a free T-shirt. Who doesn't like a free T-shirt? You know, it was just like yesterday. This is just an example. I came into work and I said, oh, I meant to make a donation to this organization who came and got shirts for something, and Angie said, I did too. She said, I meant to do it too. She goes, let's do something on their order. They've not paid. Let's do something on their order. Yeah. So I sent them a new invoice and it was different than what their original invoice was, but it was just something that we could do to help them Mm -hmm. make more money. Yeah. Yeah. For their organization, for their nonprofit. Yeah. You know, and that's what it's about is helping others when you can. Yeah. So let's go back again to where you got started. So, you don't really know what you're doing. <laughs> Where did you find emotional support or professional support to keep going and, and keep knowing that what, where you were going was the right way? I, I rubbed Angie's neck a lot when she'd get a crick in it. <laughs> when we'd pull hundreds of shirts and I'd lay on the floor and be like, I can't even move my arms. Really, it was funny because it was all... We just kept trying. Were you friends before this? Yes. Yes. Okay. Our husbands started coaching baseball together when our boys were little. Okay. And that's how we met them. And I don't know. And everybody says, don't go into business with with your your friends. friends. But it has been such a unique friendship because people will come in and be like, talk to me and go, you're Kim or you're Angie or your sisters. And we're like, no, No. we're not even Kim. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think we take on each other's personality yeah. yeah you do well and how do you find the balance of who is whose strengths whose weaknesses i mean there's definitely times where you know you have your roles of who takes care of what yeah kim's definitely the um invoicing the money end of it because i would give it all away she would <laughs> that's true and if i mess up then sometimes i'll be like here just take it all just take it on kim's <laughs> like uh we've got to pay the bills Mm-mm, no um i don't know we just we i don't know we think a lot alike. We do. And we've never, I think we've had words, like harsh words, maybe once or twice. 
but we get over it. Oh, like it's it's so amazing, what? and it's never really harsh words. It's just, hey, this is the way I think it, yep. and this is the way you think it. We're not really thinking alike, but at the at the end of the day, you know, you've got to come together and make it work. It's yeah. just part of it. It yeah. is amazing. Yeah. What um. What advice did you receive early on in those year or two when you're in the back of the tanning bed that, that you think might have helped shape the direction and where you're going with things? You know, I can honestly say my husband got me through it because I did not go to school to be in business. I did not have a clue what I, what, what I was doing, but I knew I wanted it to work. It was a challenge. And so he would be like, you can do this. And he would lay it out. And sometimes he would lay it out for Kim and me. This is how you all need to do it, and it'll work. You can do this. Yeah. So that was a big part of it because he does have that background of an operations. Right. Um, um, running operations, so that helps a And lot. it is difficult sometimes. You think, okay, I'm going to learn how to screen print. I'm going to learn where to put a logo and all that kind of stuff. But there's so much more to running a business than there is so much more. where to put the logo or how to screen print a yeah. shirt. Yeah. And it's all about um, taking in and giving back and uh, I mean, all the way down from the billing, from hiring people. Oh, that's a good one. We need to share that one. The first time we had to fire somebody. Ooh. Yeah, no. I this don't. was a story. This yeah, we had to hire, uh, fire somebody. Hold on. We're going to we're gonna have that as a, a <laughs> teaser. We'll be back in one second. This is Tiffany Anton, and you're listening to Powered by Her in the Henson Oakley Podcast Center. And we are about to hear some challenges that the ladies have faced. So um, tell me about a time where you fired someone. Well... We had decided that he, he was a tech student, and um, we had hired him. He, as a matter of fact, had been a buddy into our SAC program, our nonprofit. He had been a buddy with our special need kids and needed a job, so we gave him one. And, and we needed help. It was just the two of us, and we needed yes. help. And um, funny, he would bring his Pop-Tart every morning and <laughs> eat his Pop-Tart, and he would be chomping it, and it would drive us crazy. So finally, I was like, hey, Ryan, no more Pop-Tarts, Okay. Eat somewhere else. Eat before you come to work. You are driving us crazy. Well, you would break in the middle of printing a shirt and eat pop tart and get pop tart everywhere. I mean, <laughs> so <it was> just... <laughs> then his hours changed, and so it just wasn't working out. And we were like, "We're gonna have to let him go." And I said, "Okay." And he just said, "I can't do it." I said, "Okay, <laughs> I can do it. I'll do it." And she said, "Well, I'm gonna go drive around a while <laughs> Text while me when you you're done. fire him." <laughs> and I went. Okay, so she left. I got in my car and I drove and I kept looking at my phone. It was a flip phone back then. Is she going to text back? Is she going to text <laughs> So back? I said, Ryan, I said, um, I need to talk to you. I said, this isn't really working out with your hours and what we're needing here. And he goes, oh, okay. <laughs> and I was like, it. is that it? And he was like, it's fine. And I said, okay, well, I guess your last day will be Friday. He said, okay. I text Angie. I said, it's okay. You can come back now. (laughs) I was a nervous wreck. (laughs) Like my palms were sweating. I was driving around thinking, oh my gosh, he's probably so hurt right now. So what if he got mad? You left her on her own. I know. I I was, I I couldn't be there. I think she, she knew I could handle it, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, that was our first funny of, and we've had a lot of funnies Mm -hmm. of um, people that we've hired along the way. What any other obstacles that you can think of, like things that you had to overcome, especially as a a dual female business owners? That's not, you know, for 12 years, that's not the easiest, um, you know, place to put yourselves. Any any um, obstacles that especially as women that you've faced? No, I have to think about that one. Um, I know part of like I deal with the screen printing end of it and we have 
four full-time employees that work for us now, work with us. And um, I have, sometimes it's hard, be careful with my words, but making sure that everybody understands that I am in charge, but at the same time, I expect someone in my shop to run the show. Yeah. Am I going down the, do you understand what I'm trying to say with yeah. trying to say it right? To but, be assertive, but not yes. to be... <laughs> uh, you know, inappropriate, I In, guess. Inappropriate, and, and inappropriate as a woman, coming mm-hmm. from a woman. Yeah. So I have to really be careful because um, it is a, a male in that role, and I think sometimes it's difficult. Yeah. It can sense. be, I think it's uh, a skill to learn how to how to assert how to ourselves. It. Yes. Um, and, and know that our expectations are out there, but yeah. not in the wrong way, and not just say, oh, she's just emotional because she's a woman. Right. And the thing about it is that's good is because I don't always handle those situations right. And I don't always handle them well. And that's where I go and I say, hey, Kim, could you go down there? And Kim's very assertive. Kim's very powerful. That's a good word for you. And she gets the situation under control. Do you think you don't hold on to like the worry of how's how's this going to be taken, Kim? Probably not. No, I don't think I do. No, I kind of just say it. Yeah. And she's helped me in that sense where I would worry about stuff like that. I don't as bad anymore. I'm doing better. Yeah, you you, it, yeah she is doing much let better. Let it roll off your back. Yeah. And what skills have you learned from Angie that you've... Mm. Well, let me <laughs> think there for a To be nice, Kim. Yeah, to be, yes, to be nice, Kim, because I am. How I, often do you utter that, those words? Like, be nice, Kim. <laughs> I try to be nice, Kim, now. It, mm, uh, uh, no, there was a time when somebody would come in and, like, if something wasn't right but it really wasn't our fault i was very defensive yeah very defensive and and angie was like oh you scared that person to death <laughs> i mean they were like scared to death so i've had to kind of roll back that yeah do you, do you find angie's more of the the front end the face and you're kind of more the back end yeah the, the, yeah yeah which is i mean there's a hey it works yeah. it does it works Absolutely. for us yeah. yeah and that's i think when you have partners you kind of need to know okay here's my strengths here's my absolutely yes. and we we feed off both of those yes mm-hmm. you know and we've learned that yes do you think that there was a, a lot of rockiness learning that in the no in i the, don't it was seamless Mm-mm. it was you no. just you knew it you just it we rolled with it yeah that was her role, and this is my role, and it just works. Yeah. And it just works. So um, what advice do you have to other women out there that want to start a business <laughs> that maybe have no clue about what they want to start? Um, well, I, you know, we used to, we would think, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? Now we look and we say, man, we've done this. This is great. Mm-hmm. We're proud of it. And to be proud, to know that you can do it, you know, you may have to ask for help. You may have to reach out to others. And there is nothing wrong with that. Not nothing wrong with that at all. Um, Kim, what what advice would you give? Yeah, I think the same thing. I think it's okay to ask for help um, and don't be embarrassed to do that. I think a lot of time people are embarrassed to, to say I need help. Um, you know, with my biggest problem was like um, state reports and things like that. Yeah. That was a big hurdle for me, and. You know, I'd have to call our accountant a lot, a whole lot, and just ask for help. Um, but um, I think that's it's important with entrepreneurship to know you don't have to have all the answers. Absolutely. No. It's, it's a lot to, to even just know your trade, whether it's 
fashion or screen printing or a technology. It's a lot just to know your trade, but then to know all the other facets of how to manage other people, firing, hiring other people or accounting. There's a lot to understand and know. And and it's okay to ask others. Yes. And you learn every day. I mean, there's things that we we still still learn. learn every single day after 12 years. There's new stuff that we're learning. Like, you know, with the embroidery stuff, we just brought it on Five years. Yeah, five years ago. So there's there's new codes that come up on the machine every day, and I'm like, I have no idea what that means. But see, now you have Google to help you. Yeah, yes, absolutely. exactly. YouTube videos. Exactly. That's huge. Yeah. Um, Could you imagine starting a nonprofit now with the research? Like, do you think it I, would just be a breeze? Oh, yeah. Uh, it would be so much easier. Yeah. So much easier. Well, yeah. the answers yes. are, would be there for you. You would yeah. have to dig for them right. as hard. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, you're kind of a pioneer in that aspect of paving the way for other nonprofits, you know, that that you you did the things to start. And so people could probably Google what you've done and find out what you did to start a nonprofit and recreate that themselves. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a cool mm-hmm. not to age you again. I know. Yeah. I did well, it when okay I was 12. <laughs> right. Right. You were still in diapers yeah. at the time. It's OK. <laughs> You're listening to Powered by Her in the Hinson Oakley Podcast Center. I'm Tiffany Anton with the Biz Foundry, and I have the ladies from Select Design here with me, Angie and Kim. What's next for you guys? Where are you going to go? What are you going to do? What's next? That's a great question. We've we've had a lot of people ask us lately, when are you done? When are you going to sell? I'm thinking, do you think I'm 65? I'm ready to retire. <laughs> no, I don't look 65 yet, do I? Um, but we don't know. We always said... Let's make this work at least till all of our kids graduate from college. That has been our goal. Is that to make it are last? Are you there yet? Almost. Okay. Mind my will will be a senior next year. He'll graduate next May. So in May we'll probably look at it and say, what are we going to do? Are we ready? But you're kind of time, a staple here in the Upper Cumberland, though, right? Well, like, that's nice of you to say. We'd like to think we are, and people say, well, I didn't even know. I, I mean, I grew up here, and I still cross people's paths that say, you do what? Have no idea. Never yeah. heard of it. Didn't even have any idea. Do you ship um, to other, like, w- have you shipped to other places? What's the craziest, farthest away uh, thing that you've... We just recently shipped to um, India for a company. We did a big, huge order for um, a company, and we sent to, they went to Mexico, India, Germany, good grief, I don't know, the Netherlands, that's in the area. But anyway, I don't even remember where all they shipped. Wow. We got them to the company, and the company shipped them all out for wow. us, but... We knew we had to do all those shirts for those different places. So that's pretty cool. That's, that's neat. very mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. But we do most, everything we do is more local than anything. Yeah. So. But I mean, I'm sure that's beyond your wildest dreams to ever ship. Know, I know yeah, that our stuff in is in the back somewhere. of the tanning bed yeah, area. Exactly. Like, you know, someday we'll ship to India. Yeah. yeah. So but just recently, Kim's youngest just graduated from college and it we've kind of been toying around a little bit with if he wants to get involved in the business. Um, so we're looking to see maybe if. Yep. Spencer, Spencer, are you listening? <laughs> Hopefully the families will support you. I know. That's right. That's right. Um, so do you think that you would, uh, were there ever plans to expand to another location or anything? Maybe you want to retire in Florida and open Select Designs 2 in Florida. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, that's, uh, there was a point in time where we knew we either had to grow or we were just going to stay the same. And once again, Kim and I crazily looked at each other and said, we can do this. Let's grow it a little bit. Let's see what's ha- see what happens. 
And that was when we added two more employees, the embroidery machine, more employees up at the shop. Um, moved our building. Moved, moved, we've well, moved and, twice right. for expansion. And you're in two separate. Right. Your screen printing's in one area, right? Right. Yes. Like three doors down from yes. where we are now. And uh-huh. then you have a sh- kind of a show a showroom. Yeah. A, a, a small retail. Storefront. Mm-hmm. Up there. But um, then we started to grow again and we looked at each other and we said, we can't. No. I mean, our insane. It, we would. We wanted to we wanted to stay sane, yeah. If that makes sense. So yeah. we decided that where we were at was a good place to be. Um, it's helping raise our families and get our kids through college. And um, I don't know, like you said, it, we it's a happy that, place. It's a happy place, and we were empowered to just stay right where yeah. we were. Yeah, you grew. You took something from nothing, and and right. the skill, very little skills. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> very well, little. We're masters now. <laughs> And, you, you know, you're training other people and, and all that kind of yeah. stuff. So you've really made an impact. And our, our employees, I will say, um, especially in the screen printing end of it, two of them have been with us for eight years. And they are very knowledgeable. They are wonderful. And if it wasn't for them and, and our other employees as well, but we would never be where we are They don't today. bring Pop-Tarts. Into they that. don't bring Pop-Tarts. They're very professional. <laughs> and they work very hard for us. And, um, yeah. We're very, very blessed to have found. Actually, they found us. Mm-hmm. They called us on the telephone, or one of them did, and said he used to live here, worked at Wilson, was moving back to the area, saw us in the yellow pages. Yes, that dates us. <laughs> and asked if we were hiring, and we weren't. We didn't think. We took his number, fired the Pop Tart guy, and <laughs> called him. <laughs> called him, and eight years later, was, here we Was one of your interview questions, what flavor Pop Tart do, do you like? Do you like bringing your Pop Tarts to work? <laughs> no, we just let him bring his kid. Yeah. That, that's, you know, that's the start. Yeah, it worked for us. Yeah. 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 And that's the nice thing about a kind of a small mom and pop shop yeah. is that, or mom and mom shop. Yeah, that's right. Mom and mom. That's right. That's right. That you can just say, okay, well, that'll work. We yep. can, you know. Work around it. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you guys for coming today. I really appreciate hearing your story and learning so much more um, and just knowing what you guys are doing in this community. Thanks. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Visit them on Instagram at Select Designs or visit their website at www.selectdesignstn.com. Thanks for listening to Powered by Her and the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.